0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming, and text at wia.org.au.
1: Guess what? It's me, Graham VK4 Baker Baker, with the national news from the WIA for week commencing October 11, 2020. In this news, WIA Director Oscar VK3TX and repeaters in VK, WIA and Amateur Radio Magazine Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK and RAW. Also making breaking but never faking our news, we hear how a king gets a rig, how astronaut Kate Rubens will vote in the US presidential election, Felix VK4-FUQ checks out the Dancing Man. And Cole has both the good and the bad news for space comms. But first, news from about as far away from home as possible. This week, an amateur radio operator in British Columbia picked up a radio signal from Mars. It came from NASA's Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter flying just 274 kilometres above the red planet's surface. Such a detection is possible because, right now, Mars is unusually close to planet Earth. Want to hear what it sounds like? Crank up the volume, forgive the sibilance, and listen to the Martian Doppler shift thanks to spaceweather.com.
2: This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print, when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au.
3: This is Oscar VK3TX. Help us to help. In different scenarios has been asked where you can get an updated repeater database. WA aims to keep Australia's repeater listing up to date. But to do that, we depend on information provided by repeater operators and there is where you play a vital role. We would like to call you to let us know of any additions, changes, or corrections that need to be made to the Australian Repeater Directory to keep connected all our fellow amateurs in the country. It is simple. Please send your information to tagrep at wia.org.au or by mail to WA Repeater Directory, view box Twenty Forty Two. Big 3153. Please follow the simple submission guidelines found at the end of the Australian Repeater Directory located in our webpage. This is Oscar, VK3TX for WA National News.
4: This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine. As you learned from my segment last week, issue number four has rolled off the press and is on its way. Likewise, the electronic edition will be available on a hard drive for downloading this coming week. Look out for your email from the WIA. Get those electrons streaming. Aside from the pleasures of portable pursuits, there are other topics to read about in issue number four. As you know, the WIA is celebrating its 110th anniversary. Haven't we come a long way? our leading article on the subject from WIA historian Peter Wolfenden, VK3RV, lays out the fascinating story of what happened when governments ruled the ether. Across the globe, in the aftermath of World War I, wireless experimenters were clamouring to get their operating licences back after the lockdown brought on by that conflict. In America the ARRL had secured the goal after some high-level, high-energy lobbying. In Australia, no such luck. Then, the well-known, well-connected industrialist and managing director of Amalgamated Wireless Australia, Ernest Fiske, later to be knighted when such accolades mattered, took sides in the battle and became a key figure in releasing the Australian government's grip on wireless spectrum here. At the time, 1919, Fisk was president of the very young Wireless Institute of Australia, New South Wales Division. Who knew? At this stage, I will have to leave it to your imagination, or, more likely, your finger on the mouse button, to learn what came next. This has been AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International
5: News with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline, And the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We begin this week's international news from New Zealand. DNA3 makes a K9 illegal transmissions on police channels. Recently, Radio Spectrum Management assisted police in bringing charges against a man who was intentionally disrupting police radio communications. The culprit was using an illegal radio to cause havoc. After the police made a K-9, an arrest, he appeared in the Dunedin District Court and pleaded guilty to several police charges and two charges under the Radio Communications Act 1989. Good news from Thailand. King Vajira Longcorn receives ham radio call sign Hotel Sierra 10Alpha. NBTC and RAST presented the amateur radio callsign Hotel Sierra 10 Alpha to His Majesty King Vajira Longcorn and provided equipment at a ceremony in the Dusit Palace, Bangkok. Thailand's communications regulator, the NBTC Secretariat, represented by General Sukit Kama Sundara and the Radio Amateur Society of Thailand, RAST, under the royal patronage of His Majesty the King, led by its president, Hotel Sierra One Fox Victor Lima, and accompanied by committee members of the society – participated in a ceremony for His Majesty to present an advanced class amateur radio licence and the callsign Hotel Sierra 10 Alpha to His Majesty. To Europe now in Italy, a decree issued by Italian Ministry of Economic Development means that remote oral exams can be held to enable Italians to get their amateur radio licence. The oral exam consists of an individual telematic interview aimed at ascertaining the candidates' preparation in electronics and radio technology and knowledge of the laws and regulations relating to radio communications. The examination is carried out using a free online video conferencing platform chosen by the examination board by communicating it in advance to the candidates. To carry out the examination, the Examining Commission prepares three envelopes in each of which five questions relating to the topics indicated in the first part of the examination program. Three refer to the technical areas. The exam is considered passed if the candidate correctly answers three questions, provided that at least two are technical and one related to regulations. Italy has a single class of amateur radio licence, CEPT Class One equivalent to UK full licence. IARU Region Two new band plan released. IARU Region Two has released the 2020 revision of the band plan and made procedural changes so that future adjustments shouldn't take up to three years. The band plan includes the change approved at the General Assembly meetings in Lima in October 2019 to add an amateur satellite uplink subband from 21125 to 21450 kHz on a non-exclusive basis which matches similar changes in the region 1 and region 3 band plans in the USA amateur to cast her absentee ballot from ISS although more voters than ever in the US are expected to use absentee ballots in November's presidential election One amateur radio operator will be casting her ballot from space. Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, from our U.S. sister network, has those details.
2: Astronaut Kate Rubins, KG5FYJ, has a few important things on her agenda following her mid-October launch from Russia to the International Space Station. Once there, she'll begin her research using the Cold Atom Lab aboard the ISS. She will also work on a cardiovascular experiment. And she plans to cast an absentee ballot and vote in the United States presidential election. According to Space.com, her vote will take the form of a secure electronic ballot, which gets transmitted to Mission Control and sent on from there to the county clerk back home in Texas. Of course, high-flying absentee ballots are nothing new for her. According to the Associated Press, she and fellow astronaut Shane Kimbrough, KE5HOD, voted for president the same way in 2016, hoping their votes would go the distance.
5: Thanks, Don, and still to come special interest group news with Cole VK3GTV and operational news with Felix VK4FUQ. For WIA national news in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW.
6: Ham radio operational news, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. As the only contest, CW from 0600 hours UDC 7 October 10 to O six hundred hours UDC Sunday october eleven. That of course is this weekend. CQ Worldwide DXSSB october twenty four twenty five. twenty five CQ Worldwide DXCW november 28 twenty nine December six to eight one sixty meters worldwide december 14, 15, 10 meters worldwide. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WAA website. And looking ahead to next year, 2021, the first major Aussie contest is slated for January. That contest is, of course, the Ross Hall Memorial VHF-UHF contest. The Ross is a DX contest where points awarded for distances worked. There are also band multipliers to encourage activity on the higher bands with the aim of the contest to encourage and to reward achievement in working the greatest possible distances on the VHF, UHF and microwave bands. The contest was established in 1950 to honor the memory of the late Ross A. Hull and his pioneering achievements in the study of tropospheric propagation and the development of new equipment techniques for the higher bands. Upcoming contest date and time is the month of January. Rob Hare, VK2XRC, is contest manager for the Ross Hull. DX Window, Chile. Members of the Chilean Pacific DX Group are was with special call XR500M during October to celebrate the 500th anniversary of Magellan's navigation of this strait named after him. The Strait of Magellan, also called the Straits Magellan, is a navigable sea route in southern Chile, separating mainland South America to the north and Tierra del Fuego to the south, and is considered the most important natural passage between the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans QSL via XQ7UP In for the fun, not the money This next station on the DX band is QSL via PayPal The station is open from Suriname UDIL CO7XY is QRV as PZ2YT from Nigeria, in the Suriname And activity of late has been on 20 metres using SSB. QSL via PayPal with more info on qrz.com. From Kuwait, be listening for the call sign 9k2k during the CQLY DXSB contest October 24 and 25. Send QSLs to EC60X or by LOTW. Australian special event The Dancing Man. VI-75 WW2 is active until November 11, 2020, commemorating the 75th anniversary of the end of the Second World War. Bonaire PJ-410 is a special event station active during October 2020, to commemorate the 10th anniversary of the 10th of October 2010. On that date, the former country of the Netherlands Antilles was dissolved, and Bonaire became a special municipality of the Netherlands. As a result, Bonnet became a new DXCC entity on October the 10th, 2010. Felix, VK4FUQ here, and I'll sign off. for now with breaking news is editor Graham, VK4BB. I'm
1: your Felix. Now, this is a story of a very special special event station, VK65PFA. Australian Rotarians of Amateur Radio, or RAW, will be activating the special event station VK65PFA, that is VK65 Polio Free Africa, to celebrate the eradication of the wild polio virus in the 65 countries, states and territories in Africa as announced by the World Health Organisation on August 25 this year. Joining us now with more, WIA Director and RAW Member VK3GK,
7: Lee Moyle. The activation commences on October the 24th to mark World Polio Day and will be active until November the 24th, 2020. The campaign to eradicate polio by Rotary International was initiated by Sir Clement Renouf. Sir Clement William Bailey Renouf, AM, 19th of April 1921, 11th of June 2020, was an Australian accountant and president of Rotary International from 1978 to 79. In his latter role, he contributed significantly to the planned eradication of poliomyelitis worldwide. He was born in Ingham, Queensland in 1921. He joined the Nambour Rotary Club in 1950 and remained a member until his passing recently. In 1978, Clem became World President of Rotary International. He died in June 2020 at the age of 99. Clement Renouf was appointed a member of the Order of Australia in 1979 he was knighted in 1988 for an outstanding service to the community and awarded the Centenary Medal in 2001. Rotary has been working to eradicate polio for more than 35 years. Its goal of ridding the world of this disease is now closer than ever. As a founding partner of the Global Polio Eradication Initiative, Polio cases have been reduced by 99.9% since Rotary's first project to vaccinate children in the Philippines in 1979. Rotary members have contributed more than $2.1 billion and countless volunteers' hours to protect nearly 3 billion children in 122 countries from this paralysing disease. Rotary's advocacy efforts have played a role in decisions by governments to contribute more than $10 billion to the effort. Today, polio remains endemic only in Afghanistan and Pakistan, but it's crucial to continue work to keep other countries' polio free. If all eradication efforts st- stop today, within 10 years polio could paralyse as many as 200,000 children each year. QSL information will be posted on qrz.com. If you are currently or have been a Rotary member and have an amateur radio licence, then consider joining ROWA, Rotarians of Amateur Radio. Contact Bill, VK4ZD, at Bill at Mainlinkit.com for more information. That's Bill at M-A-I-N-L-I-N-K-I-T.com. Or see the ROA website at www.ifroar.org or our Facebook page. 73 is from Lee, VK3GK, and ROA member. From
0: Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Now
1: at the Q News workbench or maybe even the study bench, RSGB releases Foundation Practicals videos the RSGB has just launched a series of videos to help the thousands of people who've taken their foundation exam. The full 30-minute video highlights six practical skills and each segment stands alone rather than being part of a single story through the video. As well as this whole video, the RSGB has published the different segments as separate short videos to make it easier to go back to just one or two parts again. With the launch of these videos... The Society is now pleased to add to the resources that new licensees have available and would also like to thank Transmission Factor who worked with the Society on these fantastic videos. Well worth a watch.
2: You are listening to the weekly amateur radio news service from VK1WIA. However, in the upper Spencer Gulf region of VK5, you may be watching a visual adaptation of the news at 7pm local via the VK5RDC Digital Amateur Television Repeater, We're on the stream at batc.org.uk forward slash live forward slash VK5BD. This has been Bevan, Victor Kilo 5, Bravo Delta. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, with Worldwide Special Interest Groups News. And first up, it's ATV. Every pixel tells a story. And it's good to be able to report that there is close to 100 weekly subscribers already to the YouTube video adaptation of this, your WYA National News Service. Videographer Bevan, VK5BD, does a superb job and it's worth a peek. Just search WYA News, VK5BD on YouTube, or even easier, click on the link we like in this week's edition of The Planet's Top News for Hams, on wia.org.au. Speaking of planets and other space news, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's final frontier. And first, the good news. More astronauts earn amateur radio licences. Although the lockdown of Johnson Space Centre postponed amateur radio training and licensing over the past seven months, NASA ISS Ham Project Coordinator Kenneth Ransom, N5VHO, was able to work with all of the new astronaut class graduates, as well as offer some refresher courses with already licensed astronauts. Licensed astronauts on the International Space Station may operate the on-station ham radio equipment without restrictions. NASA astronaut Kayla Barron, who completed her introductory course in June and received basic ham radio operations training in late September, recently passed the exam and received the call sign KI 5 LAL. European Space Agency astronaut Matthias Mara passed the amateur radio exam on July 30 and received his basic ham operations training in July. He is now KI 5 KFH. Astronaut Shane Kimbrough, KE 5 HOD, and Shannon Walker, KD 5 DXB, completed the refresher course earlier this year. Two other new astronauts are in the queue to take the technician license exam. Astronauts often participate in amateur radio on the International Space Station, contacts with schools and groups on Earth, and as we'll hear shortly, will celebrate 20 years. NASA is commemorating the milestone with a newly produced infographic highlighting the educational contacts via amateur radio between astronaut crew members and students. Over its 20 years, ARIS has supported nearly 1,400 scheduled ham radio contacts with schools, student groups, and other organizations. As I said, that was the good news. Now for the bad. The FCC deletes 3.4 GHz amateur satellite service allocation. The AMSAT News Service reports that, at its open meeting on September 30th, the Federal Communications Commission adopted a report and order that sunsets amateur use of the 3.3 to 3.5 gigahertz band. The spectrum includes the 3.4 to 3.41 gigahertz amateur satellite service allocation. MSAT had previously filed comments opposing the FCC's proposal to delete the spectrum. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio Simulated Emergency Test On Saturday, October 31st, for what is certainly the first time in history, the upcoming simulated emergency test, SET, or SET, will be held during a real global pandemic, not a simulation. The SET is a North America-wide exercise in emergency communications, which is administered by radio amateurs of Canada and the American Radio Relay League. There are different circumstances throughout the country and the various levels of governments – local, municipal, provincial, territorial and federal – continue to monitor the situation and develop strategies designed to ensure safety while reducing the impact on the economy. It is of the utmost importance, therefore, that all participants have ensured they stay safe and respect these specific rules and requirements in their jurisdiction. The set theme for 2020 is based on a severe winter storm. October twenty eighth set is not taking place. It's on October 31st. Back on October 3rd, the Austrian emergency exercise off the grid was just that. Due to a thunderstorm over eastern Austria, Austria off-grid 2020 was cancelled. Seems control stations located in the area of the lightning bolts were unable to make any transmissions as further transmissions would have had to take place after the reported end of the exercise, it was terminated. I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and I'll catch you next week with more worldwide special interest group news.
1: Wrapping up now with the 2020 social scene. Saturday, October 24, in VK7, it's the Miena QSO muster, and VK4, it's Sunfest, 10am Nambour. VK4, November, Rockhampton Amateur Radio Club annual dinner, the 28th. In VK4, Tark Christmas Party, Sunday the 13th. And on Friday the 18th of December, it's the Tark Christmas Lights Tour. January, VK4 and still in Townsville, well, Blue Water, it's the Tark, the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Australia Day Long Week Family Radio Camp. January, 21 to 26. VK2, Wyong Field Day, February 28th. Alara Meet 2021 happens Bendigo in VK3 October 1 through 4. And in November, it's the biennial ham fest at the Miena Community Hall. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly.
2: This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au.